Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Dr. Dawn Mensch. She's the self-published author of an educational series called, called Queen Vernita. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And please correct me if I said anything wrong. Queen Vernita, is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So please tell us a little bit about you. Uh, I, my name is Dr. Dawn Mensch. I have been teaching students with severe cognitive delays for over 20 years, and I write an educational series based on my real life adventures and my friends, and I have my students in my books, and the series has won over 41 awards. Um, so, Yeah, I want to talk more about that later on. I'm very <laughs> curious to hear more about that. So how many books do you have in this series? I have 12 published. I'm working on my 13th and I'll be researching my 14th this summer in Wyoming. Awesome. And why did you decide to write the very first book? What was your motivation to sit down and get working? Well, my motivation was I was getting my credential and I took a math class and it was an assignment in my math class. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a personal motivation. It was a grade. <laughs> But we had to write a book based on math. So I wrote a book based on the days of the week, the months, the years, and the seasons. And then we had to make a board book out of it. So then what we did was we started, I had the original book, I had my students in it. And we traveled around to local schools and we did a little skit. And I got a grant from Cal Poly, which is a local college. And I would go back the next day and I would explain some of the students' disabilities or their behaviors. So we did that for several years and we had a really good time. It was actually published in the Exceptional Parenting Magazine. So that was really exciting. But then when I was getting divorced, I said, okay, I'm going to publish the book. And um, I couldn't use my students. So what I did was I put my family in the book. So it's named after my grandmother, Renita. Okay. And she was an astute businesswoman, and she was the matriarch of her family, and she was a world traveler. So she was, she's the main character. And then everyone in the very first book is some of the children in our family. Because at that time, I figured, well, they're not going to complain. You know, they're just little kids. And then I had my dad in here who had passed away. And my, this one is my daughter, Ashley. She's at the beach. And so, oops. <laughs> And so that's how I started. And right away, I got, um, I won first place in the Evie Award, which is a Colorado publishing award. And I started getting interviews and people were asking me like, well, what's your next book? What are you doing? And I wasn't doing anything more. That's what I was doing. I was just going to publish the book. And so we decided that the queen is going to travel around her kingdom because I love to travel. I travel with my family a lot. Um, and so she travels around her kingdom and we use the same format in each book. It's each page is a new month with a new friend or a new subject. And then there are seven facts about the subject. So you get a little snippet of whatever it is we're talking about. 
And if you want more information, it's a catalyst to go find more information for the child. And so I have books that are based on two books based on Hawaii in Kona, and they have swimming with the sharks and in the lava tubes and turtles and seahorses and all sorts of, of fun, exciting things. And I have one, this one, this one is called Queen Vernita Meets Sir Heathy Bean, the Astronomer. Heathy Bean is my little brother. Okay. And his name is Heath. And so when he was little, we called him Heathy Bean. And so he wanted to be the professor with the wild hair and the bunny slippers. And so that's who he is in this book. And he goes through and he teaches all of his friends about the planets. And in this book, I included disabilities. And everybody in my books is a real person. So this is Jake. Jake is the foster child of my assistant and my friend. She was in my classroom for over 20 years. And so this is her son. And so we teach about his disability. And this little boy is Jeremy. And Jeremy has Down syndrome and he was my student. And so there's seven facts about Down syndrome. And so if, if a child who's reading this sees someone and they have Down syndrome, then he has just a little bit of information about the disability and that person won't seem you know, so different. They'll have a better understanding. And that's one of the reasons I put my students and disabilities into my books. And I'm wondering about that. So you don't only use the name, but you use their physical appearance for the illustration or how does that work? Yeah, yes. All of the illustrations are based on like real pictures that we take on our okay. trips. And we take the people and uh, my illustrators able to put their faces into the books. And so this one, this one is a one I just published. Uh, it's been a year now. And it's based on a train ride from uh, the mountains to the Grand Canyon. And there was 19 of us. On the back of the book, we have a picture of the whole family that was there. And in here, this, like this picture is a picture of a bandit. It was just like a play, but the bandit got on the train and he tried to rob us and he picked up my actual, my grandchildren. And so this is an actual picture that we took and my illustrator was able to duplicate it in watercolor. And so she does such a beautiful job. But you use I the have, same person for the whole series? This, this one, I use my actual grandchildren. On the other books, a lot of times, because I want to use like different names. So the children and the adults that are reading the books, there's different people in each of the books, you know, not just, you know, the same people. So I just published one on Halama Beach and I used a lot of my colleagues from work and their families and I incorporated their pictures of themselves into our pictures, my family pictures. So it's but not I meant just- to, Sorry, I meant to use the same illustrator for- Oh yeah. Well, when I first started, I had, I had an illustrator through um, this company and I have a different company now, but um, I actually was contacted by a publisher from France and they looked at my books and the, the, the thing that they did not like was that the, as the books got higher in content, the pictures didn't match them because when I started, it was pre-K to first grade, and then it got up to third grade. And then some of these books go up to sixth and seventh grade because of the content. So I found an illustrator at one of my book events, and she actually lived a block from me, which was really convenient. <laughs> and 
she she's uh, just she's just wonderful. Like this is the illustration. This is the actual picture of um, my grandson. We went on the Polar Express afterwards, and he, Blake fell asleep in Santa's lap. And so this is where she got this from. So she is very talented, and she's able to take actual pictures and make them into the illustrations. Do you make everyone sign release forms when you include their pictures in the book? Um, no, I haven't done that. I haven't had any issues with anyone. Um, so maybe sometime in the future, I'll need to do that. But it's, <laughs> I haven't. Everybody seems to be. And that's what surprised me is the first one we did the kids, you know, because I thought, well, they're not going to know. Now they're all adults. <laughs> but adults wanted to be in the book. And that really surprised me that adults want to be in the book. And, you know, everybody's been really excited about being in the book. And this one, this one is based on Kona, Hawaii. And I actually entered, um, I've won, um, at that point, I'd probably won over 30 awards for my books. Um, they're all different awards. Um, some of them, the series has won awards. But I saw a thing on Facebook for Conquering Disabilities with Film Festival. And I thought, well, I've never done that, like a film festival. So I contacted the director and I said, can I enter my books? And she said, sure. So I entered this one and I entered my astronomy one because I have included disabilities. Now, this little girl is Ireland and Heather. And Ireland has Rett syndrome. And Heather is her mom. And she's actually been on some interviews with me to discuss what it's like to have a child with Rett syndrome and what it, you know, what it does to the family and what's going on. But in this page, she describes Rett syndrome and she's making lays for her classmates. So it helps to introduce the disability. And it also helps people that are reading this understand that Ireland goes to school and Ireland has classmates and Ireland wants to share the lays with them. And she wants to live a life, a happy life, just like all of us do. And this one, this one right here is Connor. Connor has autism and Connor was one of my students. This is Connor and Steve, Steve is his dad. And they're just thrilled that he's in the book. And we teach seven facts about, he uses a communication device to speak to people. So he's explaining to the queen why he uses a communication device and what it's for. And for the film festival, the whole series won the Special Recognition Champion Award. And so they did a feature in their magazine for me. And they actually picked this illustration to publish in the magazine for the article. And his dad was just so thrilled and excited, you know, that Connor is famous and, you know, that he's teaching other people about disabilities. And um, it just helps bring some, some happiness and some cheer to the families who are you know, they're having kind of a hard time with their, you know, with their children. And so. Yeah, it's such a challenge. And yes. do you think as an author, there's a benefit of writing in a series? Yeah, because people, then people get used to your format. They get used to what you are. And well, up until the pandemic, I always did the young authors conference up here. I live in a small town and I was doing it for the local school district. And so the children would come and they would say, well, I have that book and I have that one. Now, what did you write this year? You know, and then they'll tell me, oh, we, you know, we read this every day. And I'm like, wow, because that's one thing I always tell everybody. It's like authors really don't know that people are reading their books. 
unless they actually tell you, you know, yeah. you're just, okay, I sold the book. I hope they're reading it. You yeah. know, you know? I hope they like it. That's what I, right. I always right. think. I hope they really liked it and they're going to talk about it to other people. And right. I'm but wondering unless what... they tell you or write a review, yeah, you don't know. Exactly. They could have bought it and put it on their shelf and you know, never actually opened it. Right. So, you know, that's something that, you know, listeners need to tell their authors. <laughs> And how did you self-publish? You've self-published so many books. Like, what do you prefer? Do you go through Amazon? Do you prefer to have like um, another publisher do it for you? When I first started, yes, I did. I went through Outskirts Press because I didn't know anything about publishing. I didn't try to submit it traditionally. You know, my goal was to just publish it. (laughs) Just do that. I'm a teacher. Teachers write books. And After about three or four books, I was picked up by another company. It's a hybrid company and they're publishing my books now and they're helping to promote my books. And I actually just hired a screenwriter to turn several of them into an animated screenplay because they would like to pitch them to a producer um, from Netflix. So I'm really excited about that. And we're just starting that right now. So we will see how, what happens. I really hope something good happens, but you know. Tell me more about this. Like you went ahead and hired a screenwriter or did you have someone ask you to hire a screenwriter? My publisher did. He ha- they have a producer from Netflix that's interested in looking at the series. And so they um, approached me and said, we would like to do this, but we need a screenplay okay. and we need, um, they call it a treatment. It's okay. kind of like a pitch. So we need that. So we, so I said, okay, you know, if you have someone, you know, so we, they hired the screenwriter with someone that they know and someone they've already had success with. Okay. And so um, they did that and we're starting that. It, the hard part for me is picking what books. Yeah. You know, I, you know, what books are they going to like, you know, like <laughs> if, you know, if, if you only have like maybe one chance to do this. Yeah. So I picked the Halama Beach one because it's camping. And it has kite flying and s'mores making and swimming and uh, surfing and all that. So I thought, well, that would be good, you know. And I haven't figured out what other one that um, I'd like to do yet. That's something I guess I'll do today. But, you know, it's hard, you know, but I'm really trying to just be realistic and like, you know, at least it's, it's great that I have the opportunity to pitch the series. Yes. Well, I'm not going to do it. My, my publishers are. And, you know, and then they'll put the screenplay into the system that they have. Um, What is it? The writers, screenwriters or something, the guild. Okay. Yeah. And it'll be in there so that other producers. And when I go to the film festival, actually several of my books have been entered and they've won. This one this week is one that was a finalist in Hollywood Dreams, Action on Film. And it's also entered in the Conquering Disabilities. And the book trailer won and so did the book. So when you submit the book and then other people get to look at your book and then when you go there, you're gonna meet um, actors and directors and producers. It's gonna be really exciting. It's my first film festival mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna have several award ceremonies where, I've, where I know I've won, already know I've won some awards okay. and it's gonna be red carpet. And so it's gonna be really exciting. It's gonna be next month already the end of next month. So we were supposed to go last year, but you know, everything got closed down. So now they're doing two years at once. So it's going to be really exciting. (laughs) Yes. And so 
I just want to go back to the awards. So you won 41 international awards. How do you get those awards? How do you enter? How do you hear about them? Like, I want to know everything about that. Okay, well, the first, very first one, the Evie Award, um, my publisher actually nominated my book and submitted it. And so then I won and then I started getting the interviews and then I just started like, I do a lot of work with an educational magazine called Story Monster. I do book reviews and I judge their um, literary contests. And they have several um, literary contests that I had already entered. And so all of my series has won their, their awards. And I do a lot of book events with them. And then you just, you can Google book awards things show up like on Facebook. That's how the film festival showed up. And once I started winning, they started contacting me okay. and saying, oh, we'd like you to enter, you know, here's a discount code. So one morning, a couple of weeks ago, I actually entered the book trailer for the Queen Bernita's one. And they announced me as a winner in Italian. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't understand anything <laughs> they said, but the name of my book, but it was really exciting that, you know, that they were announcing it. And so I'm going to get an award and it's a volcano, a handmade volcano. So I'm waiting to get that. But I've won in Indonesia and uh, Europe. And of course, here, uh, the film festival in Vegas. And so it's, it's just like a whole exciting new thing to do. And what, what um, specific keywords do you use when you want to look on Google or Facebook for awards? What did you search for? Uh, you just look for like children's literary awards. Okay. And there are some websites that actually rate them. Like some are, you know, some are better than others, you know, and <clears throat> some are, some are more competitive. The writer's digest. I've entered that several times. I've gotten perfect stores scores, haven't won an award, but I've gotten perfect scores. But what they do is they give you, the judges give you a rundown of your book. And that's really helpful. They, they might give you suggestions of, you know, maybe to change it a little bit, but I really like that. Um, but yeah, just Google literary awards and you can find all sorts of things. And then okay. through that, like readers views, readers favorites, um, Story Monster has several, they have Story Monster approved, readers views, uh, I'm sorry, Story Monster approved, Purple Dragonfly and Royal Dragonfly awards. Um, there's a Ben Franklin, like there's just um, all sorts of ones you can just look up. Okay, that's very interesting. And I'm wondering what advice would you give to an aspiring author just looking to get started? Well, I think the hardest part is just starting, just being brave enough to put your work out there. Because, you know, you're always worried, well, are people going to like my book? Are they, you know, what are they going to say? Um, you know what, if you have something to say, you need to write, you know, and I always, I love this story, but the director of the Conquering Disabilities, um, she had, she's bipolar and how she started was she just started writing, you know, what was happening to her, she started writing it down and then she started a blog and then she wrote a book and then now she has a movie and she's winning all these awards and she's the director of the film festival. So, you know, you don't know you're gonna start your journey and you do not know where it's gonna lead you, what's gonna happen. And you have to be flexible. The, the best speech I ever heard was um, Kwame Alexander saying yes. He said, you have to say yes to opportunities. 
So if something comes up and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know how to, you know what, do it, Yeah. try it. Because you don't know what that's going to lead to something else to something else. And, you know, you just have to, you can't, you can't be rigid in what you're going to get out of it or what you're going to give to other people. I had an interview several months now from somebody and I, I believe he was in St. Louis. And he said when he was getting ready for the interview, he was talking to his friend and she had been taking my book out of the library there. I didn't even know my book was in the library there, you know, and she'd been reading it with her son and she actually got a second job so that she could travel. So here I am influencing this family and, you know, on the other side of the country from a library, I didn't even know my book was in the library, (laughs) you know, so you just don't know what, you know, what's going on. Right. I love that advice. And what was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author in your journey? What did you think was the hardest thing? Um, the hardest part is just not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I just started and that was all I was doing. And then it just became this big journey. But the best thing I did was join the SCBWI Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. And that's an international organization. And I started going to all of their conferences and their workshops, and they were so wonderful. You know, they could be New York Times bestselling authors, or they could be not even published yet. And everybody just is so nice and they're helpful and they're giving you a lot of advice. And they they go on stage and they, you know, they're they're selling millions of dollars worth of books, but they go in there and they tell you, well, how many times they've were rejected. You know, they're like, it's hard. You know, and they always give you the advice. If you're going into this to make money, you need to do something else because, you know, only 10% of the books really get picked up and they're, you know, like famous and, you know, you have to be in it because you want to give a message to a child or an adult or whatever it is you're writing about and that you're going to get out of that. And do you have uh, tips on how to promote your books? What has been the most successful for you? Well, before the pandemic, I was doing a lot of book events at schools and libraries. And then during the pandemic, I actually took that opportunity to publish more books. I published four and I'm working on my fifth one just this year. I wanted to catch up because when I started, you know, I started, decided to do this. I had a goal that I was going to publish one book a year. And then I got busy and some things happened and I didn't get to do that. So I tried to catch up. And I also started doing a lot of more networking. And so I started doing interviews and more written interviews also. And just joining groups on Facebook where there's other authors and other opportunities and doing all of that. And the networking has really helped a lot. You know, it's helped me connect with a lot of really neat people all over the world. And it's just been a lot of fun. Has it helped you uh, improve your rating or improve sales? It's improved my sales. Um, my books are now selling out on Amazon. So that's really exciting. My brand new book is already sold out. And it's helped me. I don't, the only thing it helped with my writing, because I was already changing my writing as I was going along, is that I needed more like pre-K books. And so I did some more of those. So those are easier to read at the book readings, you know, because, you know, some of the content, if you look at the, the content, 
you know, there's a lot of information. Yeah. And it's hard to read, you know, in front of a, a school full of children. And so, but it's good to read um, when you're sitting at home. <laughs> but so um, I've done a lot of that. I've uh, sent my books to a lot of, there was a lot of YouTube sites that were reading books. And so I sent it to a bunch of those and we have an actress here. She's a voice actress. Her name is Dinah Sherman and she read Dragon's Breath. And through that, um, we started promoting that. And I did a book reading for some children in Paraguay in a second grade class. And that was so much fun. Um, but I sent them the video because they're learning English. And then she actually did a reading for my students at school. And that was so much fun. <laughs> Do you have audiobooks or only print versions? Yes. No, they're all audiobooks. Um, well, I think seven of them are, are on audiobooks. Okay. Do you read them yourself or you hire someone? No, we hired somebody. Yeah. Okay. Through your publisher, you hired someone? Yeah. Yeah. They, they did. Okay. You're the one paying for the voice or are they paying for it? Um, because they're a hybrid publisher, we share the cost. Okay. Yeah. And so how I much pay, more or less do you have to pay for that? Um, I think for all of those books, well, what we did was before the pandemic, we had planned to go to the BookCon Festival in New York City. So I was going to be the featured author in Times Square. I was going to have a book, a book signing in Times Square. And I was like, if, you know, if I had gotten to do that, that would have been the, the peak of everything. You know, that would have been mm -hmm. worth all of this. That yes. would have been so exciting. <laughs> but then the pandemic happened and we didn't get to do it. So the money that I was investing into traveling there and doing all of that, we went ahead and invested it into the audiobooks. Okay. So I think it was, I think it was about $5,000 to get them into that. Just for your part or both, both parts? That was my part. Your um, share. Okay. So they paid their, their share too. Okay. I'm, I'm just asking because I'm looking to audiobooks, but it's just so expensive, like yes. upfront. And I'm not really sure if I'll get my money back. So I don't know. It's right. not like writing where the only expense is my time. Whereas audiobook, you have to pay someone to read it or you have to actually read it, which takes forever because I write novels, not like oh, <laughs> yeah, much longer than children's book. I do have one children's book, but I don't know. Anyways, so that's why I was asking like those yeah. nitty gritty uh, money questions. And yeah. so thank you so much. That covered everything. And if people want to know more, where can they connect with you and where can they buy your books? Okay, I have a website, Dr. Don Menge. I have a Facebook, Don Menge One, an Instagram, Don Menge, and a Twitter, Queen Vernita. And if you go into um, my social media, in my Facebook, I have albums for each book and you can see the actual pictures of what we did and um, the adventures that we had. My publisher is Rushmore Press and my books are on Walmart and Target and Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble. So just, you can just Google the book or Google me. Or if you want an author signed copy, you can contact me. Okay, they contact you through your Facebook, your website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook, okay. Instagram. Anywhere, as yeah. long as they However, get in touch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I'll share all those links in the show notes. So thank you for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. 
If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!